Um, anyway, in the studio now I have Kieran Murray and Mark Finnegan, colleagues here. We're going to talk about the pre-election discussion. Good afternoon, lads. How are you? How are you now, Kieran? Okay. No. North uh, Bay, we're going to talk about that and all the candidates involved there. I mean, the change of the structure in the whole uh, um, uh, referendum and all that sort of carry on now, or Ref Jamie referendum, in the election, uh, it, it sort of changes the, 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 the polls a little bit. So can you give us your view on that? I'll start with you, Kira. Yeah, I suppose Dublin Bay North is a, a new constituency and for the political aficionados, they would always know that but for most people they're not quite sure where their constituency is and the boundaries can change this has come about because they put together the old Dublin North Central and the Dublin North East constituencies they used to be two three-seaters and now they've combined them to make a five-seater so it kind of goes all the way almost from Fairview at the North Inner City and all the way to Hout and then it comes up the Swords Road um, and anything to the right of the Swords Road, so say where it kind of splits uh, Beaumont and Santry there, mm-hmm. um, or where it splits Santry in half, uh, mm-hmm. all the way up, say keeping the Larkin Estates would be on the North Bay, and anything on the other side of Santry would be in Dublin North West, it would be separate. And mm-hmm. then more or less all the way down the M50, um, back down to Baldoyle, taking in Sutton and Hout. So it's a big, big area, and um, there's five seats across that. Then I suppose um, it's funny when you say yeah. that because I think a lot of people, if you talk to them and say, ask them what it meant to them, I mean you've explained it and a lot of people know about it, but a lot of people would think that just means Clontarf from Fairview and going out to Holtz. Yeah, that's perception. I suppose it takes in all the northern suburbs coming out from there, from Donny Carney and Artain out to Beaumont. It includes Colester and Harmonstown. It's all the way to Coolock and further north to Darndale and Bryceworth mm-hmm. and Belcamp. It's got Clonshock. Um, it's got a lot of the some of the newer estates along the Oscar Trainer Road, coming back up towards Santra again on that side. Mm-hmm. And it's all the airfield all the way down to Donamead, back over to Rahini Village, uh, all of Kilbarrick. Um, nearly out to Pormarnock. Nearly out, uh, yeah. probably along the, the that, that was new estates there yeah. as well. Um, when you were talking about the five seats now, Mark, we're just looking at the the, the list here and. Uh, there's a lot of new parties in there like Renew uh, Green Party I think is nearly extinct I think Donna's on her own there as far as the Green Party goes and yeah. I'm, I'm being flippant there <laughs> but you've uh, then you've got the anti-austerity people before profit uh, and then the uh, social democrats and all the usual things but a lot three or four new parties in there all trying to get their say uh, so it should be very, very interesting in that aspect of it well it is it- you know, as Kieran was saying, it's 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 such a big constituency, and uh, as a result of that, we've a very large field of of candidates and and a huge range of candidates. I mean, we've seen in the last two or three years the the growth of the anti austerity movement. Um, so there's lots of, of of people on that side of it. Uh, people before profit, the anti austerity alliance, um, direct democracy. Um, what do you think about them being together now and sort of it's, it's a bit tenuous but at the same time they are together <sighs> I, I don't know I, I have to say um, I think personally they could have been a bit more upfront and <coughs> out there about it I, I don't know if people know that they're kind of coalesced in that kind of way yeah. um, well, I was which looking, in uh, a way I suppose they're both running separate campaigns but um 
I, 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 I don't know if it's going to be detrimental to them or, mm. or, or not, you know? Well, one of the questions I remember asking when we had a lot of politicians in over the past two years was, had they been talking in the background, why they didn't form some kind of alliance, especially being so many independents together, at least get some kind of cohesion together. And I never got an answer at all. Now, I asked John Lyons last week, and he sort of said, yeah, well, we are, but slight differences as well. Uh, so... I, I still didn't get the answer how long have they been discussing get together so maybe you're right maybe people will be a little bit sceptical about it but um, but we need change I suppose yeah. well, I think I think for, for maybe more so uh, a viable alternative there was lots of those parties uh, the anti-austerity parties and lots of independents uh, who, who probably could have put out some sort of joint message in some way shape or form where voters would have seen uh, an alternative to what's on offer with the traditional parties mm-hmm. uh, an alternative form of government an alternative of the way of doing things I don't think we've we've kind of got that message they're all given their own different mm-hmm. brand of what they're talking about. You and know? yourself, Kieran, could I ask you what you think, I mean, a lot of people see when there's a, any sort of local elections come up, uh, Avril Perro was an example of jumping ship and, and going independent. They seem to think they have a better chance uh, when they go independent. Good or bad move, do you think? Well, I suppose... I, I, or what advantage yeah. would it have then? Um, I'd like to think that uh, some of the independents on a principle feel that they can't stay with the party anymore and it's not just for electoral gain. I mean, some of them are probably going to lose because of that Mm -hmm. and it's a stance they make. It's also a gamble they make if the government is very unpopular and you feel, I don't want to be associated with this and, and off you go. But the reality is that certainly in the last year or so, the government has turned things around a bit. I think unemployment is down at something like 8.5% from 14%. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a massive drop in unemployment. And there's big questions about the quality of those jobs. But nevertheless, it's, it's a big thing for the government to boast about. And had you said to some of the people, should you leave the government parties because they're so unpopular, they mightn't have left today mm-hmm. like they left 18 months ago. Um, clearly, do, you think, I mean, do you not think that because they see the success of the independence, I mean, it seems to be relatively easy and that's the way it appears on paper yeah. that you go independent. Uh, that's the trend for over the past well, 10 years. Certainly there has been a big, big growth in the vote for independence. But if you look at this constituency, it's got two very strong independents in Tommy Brune and Finian McGrath. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy is former Labour Party, but he's a long time back Labour. He hasn't jumped ship recently. He's left a long time ago. Yeah. So clearly, you know, um, you're going in there, you're going where there's very strong established independence. So for the people who like to vote independent, they've already got two, two well-known, well-established, long-time TDs, yeah, yeah. popular men. So whether it, it's a good idea to go up against them when you go independent, I mean, I think... Uh, Terence Flanagan who's a TD he was a Fine Gael TD and he left Fine Gael but and, and I'm not entirely certain but uh, it was he left for Renewa and um, they broke away more mm-hmm. to do with the moral issue and uh, concern around uh, abortion than, than they did because of the unpopularity of the government mm-hmm. and Lucinda Creighton led that party mm-hmm. and some of the Fine Gael TDs went with her now, again, they've since changed and said they'd allow an open vote mm-hmm. on that issue, yeah. which is kind of odd because it seemed to be the moral stance they were taking. I mean, it seems that there will be a vote on um, the Eighth Amendment mm-hmm. yeah. abortion when a new government comes in. And 
even Fine Gael have said they'll allow an open vote. I think the, the Eighth Amendment is probably clear that most people are in favour of a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to be seen to be standing against that will put yourself in a minority. Mm-hmm. Now, this constituency has a lot of older voters. It's got an older age profile. Uh, if you look further north to Fingal and Swords, they've got a lot of younger voters. Mm-hmm. But if the older age voters are still more conservative, then it's hard to know maybe the likes of Terence Flanagan if that is his stance because it hasn't been very clear but you know it could still it could yeah. still be something that would count well certainly Terence was was, was very popular last time around uh, in, in 2011 um, I may be r- <coughs> excuse me I might be wrong uh, I'd, ha- I'd have to check but he was certainly elected Oh, he may have been the first one elected in this in the Dublin North East constituent the last time around. So he, he was very popular and he did very well last time around and he was uh so, you know, if he's held on to a lot of that support, he he's 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 certainly going to be uh figuring in the in the shake up, you know. But it's gonna be um it's gonna be an interesting shake up. I mean when you as as Kieran saying there, Tommy Brown and, and Finney McGrath are such well known characters. Um if you if you look at this constituency again in a big five seater, people feel they might have a chance of getting that fifth seat. Mm-hmm. But it's got two current ministers. That's Ayan O'Reardon and Richard Brown. Yeah. It's got one former minister, which is Sean Hawley. It's mm-hmm. five current sitting TDs. It's got one senator, and it's got ten councillors. Who knows many who many former councillors? Yeah. I mean, a whole across the 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 whole divide there. There's such a range of mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And many of them for various different reasons, some good and some bad, but many of them kind of household names, you know. Mm, there's one or two, actually, uh, I've entered it, uh, that are not on the list that I have. Uh, I can't think of his name now, Tom, it's just above 12, well for him. Uh, but they, a lot of them that jumped on the water, we well, didn't jump on it, but they were part of the water charges campaign. Um, I'll think of his name in a minute. Can I ask you about something I asked John Lyons about? Because even though you have all these... Do you think that the electorate need to be educated in the way they vote? Because no matter what way they may think, if they, say, go from 1 to 15, do they realise the impact of what they do when they're voting like that? Have you any thoughts on that? I I, I would for two reasons. Um, As you say, I don't know if people understand necessarily if they vote. And and on a ballot ballot paper that's going to be as big as this one... Mm -hmm. um, your sixth or seventh or eighth choice could make all the difference coming down the stretch. That's what I mean. A lot of yeah. people go in and, uh, and say, well, and I want one, two, three, and I don't yeah. care. Do people understand <laughs> yeah. how the PR system works? I mean, I don't know whether we do a very good job of explaining that to people. Um, you know, all the information's out there if anyone wants to go looking for it, mm-hmm. but I don't know very necessarily. But the other thing that worries me is, is there's a lot of anti-established party feeling we've seen a lot of it uh, in in things like the water charges uh, people are very anti-government parties they're still very anti-Fianna Fáil I don't know necessarily I, is it alright to go and vote for someone else just because I'm not voting for them mm-hmm. that's you have to I, I, I would feel you'd have to think about it a little bit more deeply than that uh, you know, I'm just going to vote for this fella because I'm not voting for him, and I'm not voting for him. Well, and maybe, I'm not maybe, for Mark, him. when you to try and answer Noel's question, PR as a system, proportional representation, mm-hmm. um, it's not that force past the post. You just don't have to put that X after it, mm-hmm. and it can be. Well, my favourite candidate is so and so, but 
if he or she doesn't get elected, my second favourite is yeah. so-and-so. So you get a chance to vote yeah. for your second favourite. And it's most simplistic, that's what mm -hmm. you're doing. It does get kind of complex when you get down to your 15th and 16th choice <laughs> and how those votes are proportionally broken up yeah. and what happens to the surplus of the person who gets over the quota. And it does get kind of complicated. And again, you don't have to vote for your first choice and your second choice only you can vote as you said for the person you least like uh, well <laughs> this start is at the bottom with the one you start at the bottom with the one you least like and work back you know <laughs> I, but, as, as but i mentioned that, the thing i mentioned it to i don't know how i mentioned but it can't that week. have an adverse effect though i mean if, if people say as as kieran is saying there that uh, no matter what way you do it but if they do go the whole hog and uh, go for the 15 or 20 that it can have the adverse effect of what they're but they've been trying to do it in their vote anyway. I just want one and two in. But out of habit, I'll just do in the 20. Well, there's five seats. Yeah. So, you know, five people are going to get elected. And this kind of constituency could well go to 12, 13 or 14 counts. Who, mm -hmm. who knows? Mm -hmm. It could go on and on. So you could be way down that list at 14 and then suddenly yeah. say, it's going to come down to Noel or Mark. And which one did you... Which one did you most want? Yes, or yeah. which one did you least want, as Mark <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is it. And the, and the understanding of it comes in then, then is that your favourite may not necessarily get one, two or three. But the, the four and five will be the ones where surpluses and transfers are going to really come into play. They're the ones that'll make all the difference. So and, that's and that's going back to your question, do people understand how that do works? Do they need to be educated? I mean, yeah. do the elect the people that are going for the elections, do they need to explain it more? It's overlooked all the time. It came into my head at the last one because I was, I was talking to people outside and a few of them were sort of saying, well, I went, uh, you know, for, for, I wasn't sure about the rest of them. I said, but you don't have to be. No. You just put down what you want, really. Yeah. So a lot of people are unaware and about what way they should be voting and that's the reason why I asked. Well, the other question. side of it for me, Carlos, is I, I always mark one, two, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, this ballot paper, I'm probably going to be in there for about an hour and a half. <laughs> 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 There'll be queues there, Jamal. Yeah, nearly finished. <laughs> I think this constituency is also one that uh, will be looked very, very closely at uh, nationally because it'll be a big, it'll be a big one, and what they call a bellwether in saying what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, Fianna Fáil are desperate to make a breakthrough in Dublin. They haven't won seat in Dublin. Yeah, and uh, this is one they're really targeting, one where they have a real chance as well. Uh, Sean Ha, he's a former. Uh, mm -hmm. TD for this area and a former minister and uh, Deirdre Heaney is a very popular councillor who's yeah. polled very well over the years in, in local elections mm -hmm. and between the pair of them there, there could well be a seat here yeah. and a Fianna Fáil and they did well in the last local elections and while well, they haven't grown hugely in popularity since the last election they have grown a bit and uh, if they're to make any impact whatsoever they'll have to get a Dublin seat mm -hmm. and this would be one place where it would come now again, whether they'll be kicking themselves afterwards because they split their vote and they couldn't get the one seat. And again, Deirdre got the nod locally and Sean got the nod nationally. And they were fighting among and themselves, fighting which was crazy. Yeah. So that's a big one to watch and see what happens but Do you think people are comfortable in their voting to the extent that, to like, you know, the devil you know sort of thing? I mean, the talk is around that uh, oh, he will get in because people know him and they trust him and... He, he's, he's been out there working diligently as well and as I say like the old shoes fit comfortably and that sort of thing do you think people vote like that or it does tend discerning? to show in surveys that people tend to vote for names that they know and, and, and familiarity 
I suppose that's no different than, <clears throat> and I hope I'm not taking away from any individual politician, yeah. <laughs> but if you go into a shop and you see a product with a name you know and a name you don't know, you are more likely to buy oh. the one mm -hmm. with the name. I mean, familiarity is a big thing, you know. Okay. So The great unknown here is this, this constituency is so big and so diverse, um, is that, you know, people will poll well in areas where they've always been popular. Uh, you know, I mean... If you if you split it even in 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 half, I don't want to call it in classes, but if you if, if you say Fairview, Clontarf, where people like Deirdre, Heaney, and Sean and everyone would be very popular down there, probably not known as well up around mm. Kewlock, Darndale, everything else. So that's going to make a bit of a mishmash, and it, it's going to make the numbers very interesting. I don't think. And the same the same the other way around. I mean, Jimmy yeah. Gearin as an independent does yeah. quite well around Baldoyle and out that way yeah. but uh, will, he, will anybody know who Jimmy Heeran is down, mm. down in Marino yeah um, so uh, Michal McDonough of a Sinn Féin is uh, very well known around these parts now yeah. it, it, you know uh, Rahini Kilbarrick Kulak Darndale up that way but probably not so well known down Clontarf Fairview way so that's going to all play into it with the with the popularity because people are going to be as you say seeing faces that they've never come across before well the funny thing about for me is that uh, because of restrictions and posters and all like that take that out of the equation but over the past couple of years the same faces have been around the polls legitimately I say because they're always up there for meetings do you know what I mean? So you've got the Certainty uh, Alliance is always up there, John Lyons, uh, Michael O'Brien. But uh, the, the party itself is always up there on the polls, and that's their way of doing things and keeping themselves well known. Um, and I mean, I had to think there for a minute when you said Jimmy Gearan, because I don't really know him myself. So that's where the, 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 the smaller parties and independents have been clever in an extent with their, with their advertising over the past yeah, Well, there are years. some candidates there. I mean, we've, we've got Paul Clark as an independent. Uh, he 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 ran in the local elections. He wouldn't be a person that's really well known to mm -hmm. to a lot of voters around here. But you know he he's keen. He's committed. He ran in the locals. He's he's running again. And this Jimmy right. Gear and as you say, these these are these are the different names where. And there's lots of people out there that would probably be of a mind as well. I might give this fella a chance. Mm -hmm. But I think the difference is there when you're that kind of independent at yeah. that level, and there's a few others too. that but what happens is Jerry Adams is on the news or uh, Enda Kenny is on the news and he's talking about something else entirely and he says and I just want to point out that we have candidates running in everywhere and I'd like to say that Michal McDonough uh -huh. and he just gets the name in yes yeah, yeah. just always getting the name in and uh, you can't the, the likes of yeah. Paul Clark and yeah. stuff and they don't have anyone to get their name there mm. all the time and actually for Michal again he's which, been very active which as well fain, uh, they last time they got a seat in a lot of Dublin constituencies. There's not many Dublin constituencies without a Sinn Féin seat, mm -hmm. and they never got one um, here. This was a place where they just couldn't get one. Mm -hmm. and Larry O'Toole polled extremely well, yeah, many times, but there was no transfers coming, and he couldn't get that seat. Yeah. Again, I'd say it's a big, big target, and I think Michal as well, being a former editor on, of Unfublocked, would be more part of the 
the, the central Sinn Féin think tank kind of area yeah. I think they'd love to get him in okay um, the laddie was close the last time if I remember correctly I think he missed out on the very last close, seat, very yeah. close twice even yeah and that's all um, to do with the, the way yeah. people are voting yeah. isn't that's what I was talking well, I think, about no, earlier the, I mean the, the water protests were huge here yeah you know there was a big big movement people really had had enough and stuff but it's kind of waned recently I think the, the well there's no water meters being fitted they just stopped Yes, yeah. But they stopped, so therefore people aren't protesting. And I would think that uh, John Lyons or Michael O'Brien would have had a really good shot of getting a seat here last year. No, that's where, I mean, that's the point I'm making, that even though there haven't been very many, very many protests, their meetings have continued and they're still having meetings up in Parnells or in the local clubs and the posters are still up over the past year, two years. So they have a meeting about something. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? So, so to keep the profile up there, and a, and a cynic might say, not that I'm a cynic, a cynic might say that's exactly why they're not installing more meters at the minute. <laughs> that's that's true as well. Okay, finally, we're going to be talking. I don't think it'd be much of a cynic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the latest phenomenon I've noticed just to finish off because we're going to be talking about this over the next few weeks. And incidentally, when you talk about campaigning, uh, they're the only ones as well that you can see going physically going around as well. Uh, none of the big parties have anybody going around yet, but they'll have this month to do that. But the latest thing, uh, as I mentioned there, about posters. I've just noticed two cars recently with the whole car smeared with their name on it. Uh-huh. This is a new thing now, isn't it? I never remember that before. You see, now, I mean the whole car. <laughs> they, they, they got very strict on um, campaign advertising in the last eight or ten years. Only on the, posters. On, on, on posters. Yeah. And, you know, politicians are nothing if they're not uh, resourceful. Yeah. And they just find other ways. Um, you know, you'll see things on trucks, you'll see things on buses, you'll see things in gardens, you'll see things in windows. Uh, so, you know, they just get a little bit more resourceful and, you know, stick that on your car for me for just a few bob and if I, I don't know how it works, but, you know. But the whole car, I mean, I was amazed to see it, the whole car. There's one for Sinn Féin and one for uh, Renew and I'm going... That's I wouldn't do that to my car. Did they have a did they have a fellow with a loudspeaker shouting out the window? They will. They probably They probably I remember uh, it well. And just thinking about the the other uh, the parties, uh, the alliance and uh, people before profit as well. I wonder with our financial restrictions. Uh, maybe because they're being resourceful over the past couple of years putting up posters and having meetings because they can't afford the bombastic way that the, the main parties have the posters up. That's, yeah. You know. Well, another big one, I suppose, again, is the use of social media that hasn't mm-hmm. been there before. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's it's a big, big question for the government how well they're going to do because Aon O'Reardon will definitely struggle to hold the seat. Now, he may hang on, but he's a big social media person. He's always on Twitter. He's very conscious of Facebook, and it'll be interesting to see whether that plays a role. Mm -hmm. I think people are kind of know as well, it's all very well to stick the, the kind of poster in someone's garden. And as far as I know, you do get a few bob for putting the poster up in your garden. Yeah. Uh, but and, and the social media aspect is, is 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 interesting because again, maybe fifteen years ago, you have to wait for the news to come on. You'll see whatever, or you might wait to see a candidate coming around. Anyone's on social media now, you're going to be getting it all the time. If you're following them on Twitter, if you're following them on Facebook, Actually, you're going to be bang, 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 bang. bang. And, and Keno Callahan, who's running for the, another new party, the Social Democrats, is another man who's always on social mm-hmm. media. Okay, which will be. Well, I'm afraid we have to leave it there, lads. Uh, uh, but I'm sure, as I said, we'll be talking about this over the next couple of weeks. Because, Mark, you have a special guest on Northside today on Monday. Yeah, yeah Minister Richard Bruton is coming in to us on Monday morning to do a, an interview with us. Um, where We'll be ramping up our campaign coverage over the next 
three to four weeks, okay. whatever the campaign takes. And uh, we also have um, a great information site we've put together on near.ie forward slash election 2016. Okay. Yeah, there's an election blog with loads of information yeah. on that, on the near site, with all the candidates and information about them and, and all the interviews we do. Mm. Maybe just to finish now on an interesting one, we have five... Uh, male TDs in this area currently and uh, I'd give good odds we'll come back with five male TDs maybe not the same five but five mm-hmm. again because yeah. for all the, 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 the efforts to have more women involved I was going to say you em- emphasising the fact five male five uh, males emphasising yeah. that I mean, to show there's no females we did mention uh, Deirdre Heaney and uh, we did mention Avril Power there's also Stephanie Regan mm-hmm. of Fine Gael running and Donna Cooney Donna Cooney of the Greens and Denise Mitchell Denise Mitchell but um, whether any of those five really have a shout so we may get mm-hmm. and, and some people may feel politics yeah. is still well, it's again, it's an interesting debate. Is you know why are women not being elected for whatever reason? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to. We'll make for another interesting debate one day. Okay, we're going to have women in to discuss it too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, maybe they'll tell us the reason why. Okay, we're going to be talking about this, of course, over the next couple of weeks. But join Mark on Monday for that uh, interview uh, with Bruton and. Uh, should be very interesting. But for the moment, anyway, thanks very much. That's Kieran Murray and Mark Finnegan. Thanks a lot.